Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the now second episode of the MTB podcast with the new host. Not the second episode. I think it's actually 75. Is it 75? I think so. 75. That's that's actually one of my favorite numbers. Um, the new hosts are myself, Jeff. Jared. Nate. Well, Nate's not a host. He's more of a special guest. But we, yeah, anyway. You pointed we, at me. We, we planned that all. We planned that all out. I did point at him. <laughs> Uh, Nate Hills is, is our special guest on the podcast. He's a professional mountain biker with a very interesting story. So, uh, needless to say, we are going to have an incredible podcast that I hope brings you mountain bikers, a ton of value and, and hopefully, uh, entertainment in a very classy manner. Uh, we are going to hit on today. Uh, we're going to hit Nate with a whole bunch of good questions. He does all sorts of riding all around amazing trails around the world and has an incredible experience as a, you know, former professional mountain, I mean, not former, right? Former professional mountain bike racer turned professional mountain bike content creator. Is that correct? You could call me whatever you want. Yeah. I'll go with that. <laughs> Nate is, uh, Nate is, is far too humble. So I will just tell you to, uh, go watch his incredible YouTube channel. He makes top-notch content, mostly POV stuff, phenomenal trails all over the world. Uh, super impressive stuff, an amazing, talented bike rider, and just a humble, good, kind human being. So I hope you feel like you're going to blush, Nate. My face is red. You can't nice, see it on nice, your podcast, nice. but you can't see it my, podcast, my cheeks but are rosy I, I made right a blush. Uh, I had to intro him because he's he's too humble to to give a proper intro. So we're going to talk about why Nate's here, hit him with a bunch of good, relevant mountain bike questions around food and diet while riding and on mountain bike trips, amazing places to take a mountain bike trip, the evolution of mountain bikes over the years. Uh, then we're going to go into tips for the weekend warrior mountain bike riders from all of us. And then we're going to finish off with what we are riding, bikes, components, etc. cetera. Uh, but we're going to focus a touch on grips and saddles. And speaking of that, that goes right into the first thing we're going to talk about, which is why is Nate here? So Nate is in our uh, Southern California Worldwide Cycler location because uh, Ergon, which makes some of the best grips and saddles on the planet, uh, sponsored Nate to come down here to uh, kind of quasi-introduce, get your ears and eyeballs on this new grip called the GFR1. Nate, take it away. Uh, yeah, they released this grip uh, about a month ago, and I've been running it for the last month, and I'm stoked on it. Uh, thank you to Ergon for keeping my hands and my underside happy and in the right position when I'm riding. Um, yeah, that was the... Uh, thought of this trip was to come and do some promotion around uh, that space and get people stoked on the grips so yeah grip those things tightly and send your bike and you'll be stoked <laughs> on the feel yeah yeah absolutely there's a ton of grip options on the planet right now um ergon absolutely makes some of the best ones and a ton of variants now i wonder how many actual like models they offer what's your estimate jared uh two dozen two dozen nate what's your estimate does that count color ways oh no just uh, so like just, two, just yeah, models, I would say two dozen. Yeah. Really? Like variations? I don't know. Like there, do you have like the GA2, the GA2 fat and the GD1 oh, and GD1. Yeah, the GA3 the with the wing GA3, on it. GA3, you got the yeah. wings. There's a lot of combinations. Ribs and wings. Ribs and wings. Yeah. Ribs and wings. Yeah, You're we getting me hungry now. Come on. <laughs> we we made a video kind of like behind the scenes on Ergon Grips and Saddles once and and to me it was one of the most impressive companies because I feel like in the mountain bike industry as a whole there are certain brands that do a lot of the legwork for all of the other brands. And there's certain brands out there that just do the most extensive engineering and testing. And then everyone else kind of goes, oh, whoa. And then, you know, I won't say copies, but maybe imitates or takes inspiration from. 
Um, but Ergon is certainly one of the brands that has <laughs> engineers and testers and professional athletes all over the world that are helping develop their products. So anyways, impressive stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, they care so much about you knowing about this new GFR1 that they uh, sponsored Nate to come all the way to SoCal and film some videos with us and, and record a podcast with us. So pretty amazing. Uh, talk about the GFR1 briefly since we've already talked about grips for far too long. I uh, I guess it sort of reminds me of grips that I used to ride when I was a child, like kind of mushroom top, soft top part. And then when you reach over the grip, uh, there's like some ribs underneath you can grab onto. So I like to ride gloveless now and then, and uh, your hand will not slide off that thing ever. So that's pretty sweet. And if you like to throw your bike on the ground and crash all over the place um, and your grips are dusty or your hands are sweaty, um, it's a pretty good option for not blowing hands off in fast sections and ragdolling everywhere. So, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, that design. And, um, yeah, they're just comfortable. Nothing... uh, like, you know, it's uh, the best grips are ones that you don't think about and you don't get hand pump and nothing weird happens and you don't blow off hands and technical sections because that's never a good idea or a good uh, tactic <laughs> to success. <laughs> never is. Yeah, absolutely. So so while Nate has been here, since we can't keep him occupied 110% of the time, uh, he's, he's hanging out, traveling around SoCal, meeting up with uh, some other friends. And actually, we mentioned on the last podcast, uh, Elliot Jackson, a good friend of ours here. And Nate uh, spent some of his extra time here uh, with Elliot. Doing what, Nate? Uh, we, we are. So Yeti is um, getting behind the Gross Cycling Foundation, which uh, Elliot has a lot to do with. Um, he and Katie Holden. Um, as far as like the mountain bike component of the people who founded it. So uh, Yeti has pledged, uh, they're basically pledging 100K towards the foundation and they're implementing that through some of the ambassador stuff and some of the athletes. So I basically came to ride with Elliot and get him in front of my camera and tell the story uh, on my end as well. So yeah, it was really good to get to know that guy and pick his brain and just meet a wonderful human that Elliot is and kind of get to know him and hang with him and ride a couple of his local tracks and like, see what his life looks like. And yeah, that was, uh, obviously eye opening to watch, uh, Elliot ride. So that was, that was really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. He is an incredible rider. It, yeah. It certainly incredible dude, mind. like good yeah, human person. Totally. And, uh, it's always, everyone's always like people get judged by like other oh, rad mountain biker, but he's an actual, like, rad dude and like really smart and really eloquent and like well thought out and like the nicest guy you'll ever meet basically. So yeah, nothing, nothing but good things to say about Elliot. So yep. yeah, keep your eyes out for uh, a follow camp Friday episode coming soon with uh, one of the raddest dudes on a bike. Yeah. Right. Nice. We'll see if I can keep up or not. <laughs> or, if I, or if I fall down a lot, we'll see what happens. Rad. I'm actually really excited for that. Yeah, same. That's going to be sweet. Um, yeah, Elliot's an incredible rider, so I can't wait to see your follow cam trying to trying to keep up with that dude on some of his local trails. That'll be awesome. He actually forgot his uh, clip shoes. So he's riding uh, – on you know clip pedals with with flat, <laughs> with flat shoes oh, no. and it's a good thing i'll say because oh, that let me sort of almost pretend to keep up yeah it's pretty pretty uh pretty rad away awesome. <laughs> oh man it makes me feel a little more human that even somebody like elliot forgets his shoes every yeah, now and yeah. Then, so but yeah. holy crap he's still pinned with improper gear <laughs> <laughs> were they slippers by chance you know i know he's wearing? kind of been known to run slippers when he yeah. rides but he had like some skate shoes so maybe a little more grip than the slipper but yeah. not that much grip yeah 
Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> just a little sketch. Yeah. yeah. Just there, a little. But there's a, you might find on YouTube, Elliot uh, at Sea Otter. I can't remember what year it was, but he seat bounces a jump wearing slippers. You remember this, Jared? <laughs> Jared's seen laughing. This, yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen this, <laughs> It's Nate? hilarious. I don't know that I have seen it. So he, I've seen him like dirt jumping in slippers, yeah, but not so necessarily. He's, he's doing a practice run um, on the Sea Otter downhill track uh, a few years ago and goes for a seat bounce wearing slippers clips his ass on his rear tire during the seat bounce and basically just front flips over the bars and his slippers go flying when he lands. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. Awesome. So it's, yeah. that's a good perspective on people are always asking me like, Oh, clips are flats. Like what should I be running? I'm yeah. like, after I saw that, I was like, it doesn't really matter. Right. Like <laughs> riding yeah. tennis shoes on whatever you want. You'll be fine. Yeah. If you're Elliot, maybe oh, <laughs> not for the average uh, weekend warrior. That's yeah. awesome. It's definitely not for me. Yeah. I have to be attached to my bicycle most times. Oh, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Well, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm pumped to talk about Elliot two times in a row now. Uh, hopefully we don't sound like a broken record on that. But I definitely personally love to promote and talk about things that are, you know, business 2.0, as I call it, just like different brands and people in the cycling industry that are doing things to bring back, you know, you know, value to society and people and, and the sport overall in general. So I love that. Um, it's really cool to see Grow Cycling and what Elliot's doing um, as he's, I guess, retired from racing. Is that... Is he retired? I don't know if Elliot's retired mm, or semi semi retired, but semi retired. Still got enough skill to go in a World Cup, probably if he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, off totally. the couch. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, cool. We're we're gonna jump into some questions that we have for Nate. Um, I'm assuming everyone sort of knows Nate pretty well. He's he's quite well known in the mountain bike world. And uh, Jared put together some questions that kind of run through a, a number of topics that hopefully will be of value to, uh, yeah, any any and all mountain bikers out there coming from Nate, who's been, you know, riding and racing for how many years? Uh, I have been, I started racing in 2003. So I rode whatever for five years before that for fun and then started yeah. racing and like got super into it from there and. Uh, yeah, raced like full time for the last six or eight, nine years and then have like slowly transitioned in, into more video production stuff and like kind of blend racing and uh, video right now. Yeah, especially absolutely. with there not being racing, I can like pivot and make more videos and uh, do that sort of thing while we're going through the COVID situation. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, cool. That's where I'm at. I love it, man. I mean, in, if any of you guys want to know a little bit more backstory on Nate, he was back in, it was in March, right? When you were on the Vital podcast? Uh, yes. Yeah. So Vital MTB uh, Inside Line podcast. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Nate was on that back in March um, while he was at the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. And on that podcast, he went way more into sort of, I guess, his, his whole story from sort of square one, bikes, racing, becoming a content creator slash mountain bike racer. Pretty unique, interesting, creative spot. Um, so check that podcast out if you if you want to hear more on that. And uh, yeah, Jared, take it away. What What questions do you have for Nate? Well, first, Nate, I wanted to ask you, you know, when you're out riding, you're on the road, how much thought do you put into your diet and your nutrition? And is it a challenge for you to kind of like stick to that kind of regimen or like whatever, you know, program you got going on while you're on the road or in the van? 
Well, so interestingly enough, when I was building my van, I, I built my van myself. Uh, one of the things I was concerned about was having like a full kitchen and a refrigerator so I can kind of like eat my diet or be comfortable basically on the road because you're at some weird truck stop and you're like looking at some Slim Jims and some sunflower seeds and you're like, yeah, it's not really going to make me feel that good. So like <laughs> totally, I tried to sort of make that one of the things and make it feel like home and like, I mean, I have a stupid espresso machine like in my van so I can be on my coffee program and whatever. Like I'm, I'm pretty, uh, focused on trying to keep my diet, uh, in line when I'm traveling. Cause if you're on the road for six months out of the year, you just like kind of get lazy and get fat and like totally eat slim gyms all day. So yeah, I've tried to, uh, take that out of the equation and just kind of be able to eat like clean, fresh food all the time when I'm traveling. I, you know, when I was racing full time, I'd probably pay more attention to it. Um, but now I just like, kind of drink tequila and travel around not not while i'm driving but of course <laughs> but sometimes when i'm doing podcasts i drink tequila we, we are nice. drinking tequila uh we are. a, we a are friend indeed. of mine has a minority stake in tequila 512 uh triple distilled we're drinking the blanco it's pretty delicious i don't know i don't drink a huge amount of tequila but it seems pretty smooth what do you think you're more experienced nate i am an experienced tequila drinker and i will give it the stamp uh the endorsement the gold star of Ooh. my on my rating nice it did it did apparently Win a contest in 2015, some sort yep. of uppity, really, something. yeah. The uh, San Francisco Spirit Festival it was named the world's best tequila. Oh, that is a popular festival, so that is a good stamp. That is a well attended festival, as I well would imagine. Yeah, totally, <laughs> <laughs> none of us have any clue, but it says it on the bottle. Um, and it tastes delicious nice. and it does what it's supposed to do and, you know, burn as it goes down and makes you feel good. Nice. Um, what else is tequila supposed to do? I, I don't know, it seems pretty great. It's pretty much. Yeah, that is the main job of tequila, I would say. You can use yeah. it as a cleaning agent as well oh. if you run out of That's bleach. That's or... expensive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, right. It kind of nice. kills everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess another thing I kind of tied into that is what is your favorite thing to have like before, during, and after a ride? I'm a big fan of uh, normal, like real food after eating a lot of space food for way too many years. Mm -hmm. And honestly, bars make me like kind of throw up in my mouth a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was a honey singer athlete for a bunch of years and I did enjoy their products. Um, but like eating space food out of a little package is not ideal. So I'm always more of like, I've been big into sardines. It sounds really weird and it actually smells really bad, but it's <laughs> super good trail food. And like, I kind of, uh, enjoy the salty fish. Um, you just got to bring a bag with you to seal it off in after you eat the can. Otherwise, your gear smells like sardines, <laughs> which you only do once, and then you carry a little bag with you. But, yeah, that's a great uh, trail snack, and it's kind of real food, even though it's fish in a can. But it, yeah. to me, uh, yeah, real food is where I'm at. So I usually eat, like, a huge breakfast and then don't eat a lot during the day um, and then, like, try to ride with no food and really not much water, honestly, mm. and try to hydrate and get nutrition before that. And then I'll eat like a bigger dinner and like pretty much taco situation. I'm a big, big taco guy, like every other mountain biker and tacos goes with tequila, interestingly enough. And, uh, salad is good too. I like salads and nice. Yeah. I'm kind of like tacos and salad guy for dinner. Nice. I would love to, if, if anyone listening is actually like, was like, Oh wow, that's going to convince me to, to drink sardines on a mountain bike ride. Could you please 
Yeah. You just just email podcast at Worldwide Sci-Fi. Yeah, and be tag. like, hey, I listened to your last podcast and I started eating sardines on my rod because I'm Yeah, tag I'm photos curious. of you eating warm sardines yeah. on a trail. Be, yeah, win a prize. Win a prize. I mean, yeah. I'm convinced. I'm going to try it now. Yeah. Just yeah. I mean, hell yeah. I'm going to yeah, get some sardines. You, yeah. If you get the ones with the oil, you have to drink the oil out of the can after you yeah. eat the fish. You Ooh. get all the calories out of your little pouch. So nice. that's a hot tip because oil is very calorically dense and gives you the energy that you need on the trail. So nice. I want to see some weird photos on Instagram or something. Something. beautiful nice. those are good <laughs> tips i'm stoked nice yeah oh, all right what, what do you got next jared my next question was going to be what are what is on the short list of places that you want to go visit and ride that you haven't been to yet uh i basically shortlist stuff like this place this is my first trip to southern california and it's basically an oven currently and dry as it gets and and mm-hmm. kind of fire yeah. situation yeah. going September. on which is obviously yeah. a mega bummer and I need to come back here when it's proper dirt and uh, ride all the classic tracks around here when it's better conditions. Yes. Um, I have never been to Spain to ride, and that's always been uh, on my short list. And I sort of want to go to Italy and ride some more. I rode Finale a couple years ago and just like kind of fell in love with the culture and the food and like drank a bottle of wine every day and was really into that and ate so much gelato that like oh. – Definitely not not safe, good. whatever. But yeah, I want to spend some more time exploring some of the stuff around there, and like, yeah, I mean, in my brain, like anything new is is cool and different, and kind of where I want to be, and keeps my interests like where it should be, and keeps me happy. So nice, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. New places—that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, keeps it you is feeling fun. alive, you know. I love going to new places. Next week, I'm going to Moab. I think I mentioned that last time, but I'm just really excited. And I've never been there. It's crazy that you've never been to Moab. I know. The amount of people that, you know, I've like even mentioned like, oh, I'm in the mountain bike industry. I ride mountain bikes. Like, have you been to Moab? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I've not. Like, no, no sorry. You know, I've been to like a million other places, but I've not been there. So, yeah. Now even I've been to Moab. I mean, come on. Really? You've been there? Yeah. I did uh, like slick off trail and I threw up afterwards because I had like a Red Bull right before. <laughs> it was like 100 degrees. Nice. Was, yeah. Last time I was there, I rode slick rock on an e-bike. Oh, no And way. I've never laughed so much in an hour of riding in my life. Oh, probably, Basically yeah. hucking uphill, <laughs> passing people laughing. And they were laughing because it was all oh, so man. comical and everyone was so stoked. It was like one of the better riding experiences I've ever had. It's yeah. a sweet trail. It's yeah, like it's, kind of it's weird to call trail. it a trail even because yeah. it's just like. Uh, yeah. It's a giant skate park. Yeah, And totally. when you have wow. an e-bike, you can jump big gaps uphill it's really weird i kind of kind of dig it that's awesome yeah, yeah you're gonna have a blast that's gonna I be know. a sweet trip i'm excited yeah i mean shout out to uh steve mokin over at chasing epic mountain bike adventures he runs like an all-inclusive mountain bike tour company and we did a trip with him probably a couple years ago and then yeah he just kind of reached out and said hey if you guys promote a worldwide cyclery chasing epic collab trip um let's do it and i was like dude awesome and and we put that together and and it was uh I'm excited. I, I like that, you know, personally, because I can get out there and uh, not have to worry about what trails to ride, where to go, missing corners, missing, you know, trailheads. I don't know. Seems seems pretty easy. So I'm excited that. Uh, thank you, Steve, from Chasing Epic Mountain Bike Adventures. I think it's Chasing Epic Mountain Bike Adventures. Is that right? Or is it just Chasing Epic MTB? Yes. I totally, like, just botched the, like, adventures <laughs> part. I don't know. I feel adventurous going on this trip. It's Chasing Epic. MTB. That's what you'll be doing. At Chasing Epic MTB. Yeah, we're Chasing Epic. It's going to be fun. Hopefully you run into my friend Kyle Mears, who's a Moab legend, and he's like, everyone calls him the mayor. He's like the most, most pinned, raddest dude in Moab and has been for years, and he's just a wonderful person. And Wow. 
if you, you'll, if you see him, you'll know. Okay. Like, oh, that's Kyle. <laughs> if I see him, we'll like jumping over you or something. Amazing. I will, I will certainly look Just keep for your eye guy. out for the mayor. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, amazing. I'm excited for that. So next thing we're going to jump into is tips for weekend warrior mountain bike riders. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Jared, you got any things you want to start with? Do I have any tips? Yeah. Tips for weekend warrior mountain bike riders. Um, check your tire pressure before you ride. Yeah. Put some That's, lube on your chain. Yeah. Cause that'll make your bike ride better immediately. <laughs> um, yeah. Make sure your bike is dialed. Number one, I think that's definitely overlooked you know um i think people a lot of people probably rely on mechanics to you know maintain and fix their bikes when it's just like so easy to just tighten things up and throw some lube on the chain pump up your tires and you're gonna be good to go youtube park tools youtube channel. yeah park tool has Endless, an amazing youtube like, channel educational content on how to like, work on your bike that's where it's i learned incredible. how to work on my bike and basically you know watching those videos and yeah. trying to fix stuff that i probably broke um that's my tip, I guess. Just check out your bike and make sure it's dialed and then you'll have fun. Yeah. I like it. All right, cool. Yeah. Nate. Uh, that's all very accurate. Like I check my tire pressure every time I ride my bike as well as leave my chain every time I ride. Like those are basic, super easy stuff that makes the ride experience, uh, inter- or better, easy, totally. e- <laughs> easily attained, like better ride right away. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of like keep your expectations low and don't be disappointed and like just try to have a good attitude and good fun and like everywhere you go there's going to be challenges and hard things and whatever and maybe you can conquer some of those little challenges and like get some little personal victories over the course of the day and like yeah, just basically have fun, like quit worrying about equipment and wheel size and clip pedals versus flats and just go ride your bike and like actually enjoy the experience and enjoy your friends and like you'll have a good uh good time and drink tequila because it makes uh everything after. yeah after okay yeah it's, it's like a it's like recovery kind of not condoning being drunk while riding bicycles no no don't <laughs> do Disclaimer, that legal team. it's a good way to blow off some steam after you're cracked after you rode for six hours in the desert yep. and you've never been there before it makes you feel better yep. about your day about totally. your effort but yep. yeah just keep the attitude up and have fun and don't uh don't complain about your bike and keep the spirits up and elevated and it's like advice for life. Keep yeah. your attitude up and have fun. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Also Don't blame your bike. your mullet bike that your front wheel's too big and you couldn't get around that turn or don't don't blame your clip pedal that you couldn't stay in because you didn't bring your flats and <laughs> yeah, just have fun. Just yeah. ride bikes and ride. I bet Elliot was still in chipper attitude when he realized he was just going to ride. Yeah, he was. He almost yeah. like he almost he felt super bad and he was like, "Man, I, I got some bad news. Like I forgot my my shoes and he made it happen and had laughed the entire way down the hill. It was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good lesson, right? Like <laughs> that is, yeah. You don't need, totally. you don't need to be clipped to your bike. Like it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're out there. You're having fun. Like yeah. good people and good trails. Yeah. That attitude kind of goes over all as far as like, you know, you can make a bad day into a good day. It's just your headspace. Basically it's, it's so yep. mental, right? Totally. Yeah, I agree. I love it. I mean, I I certainly agree with what you guys said. And to add on to that, my suggestion, which may be a bit off the wall, is to maybe not plan so well. Um, And and what what I mean by that. It's like backwards. Yeah, well, 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 make sure your equipment's dialed. Make sure you got a great attitude. But, you know, if you're riding somewhere new, um, or even if you're just riding somewhere local that you know, I don't know. I personally have been finding a lot of fun in just, you know, hucking these routes together and not really looking too closely into it. 
And, you know, I might end up hiking a bike up some hiking trail or getting yelled at for trespassing. I don't condone that legal team. Um, but uh, but I, I, if you haven't done it, it's it's kind of fun. I don't know. Plan out a route. Don't look really into it all super well and, and just kind of wing it. I think there's there's like some expeditions poorly planned can sometimes be the most fun and the most memorable ones. So, uh, you know, whatever happens, I take no responsibility for it, but I will tell you that I've been having fun poorly planning my expeditions on my bicycle these days. Yeah, that's true. That makes for the best memories and the best stories, right? We're talking like pre-navigation apps, like pre-trail forks. What would you do? You'd go out and you'd ride every trail in the wrong direction. You'd get lost. You might get shot at. But at the end of the day, you have a good story and you learn something. And yeah, I, I, I do miss that sort of like loose planning yeah. Of the situation and adapting on the fly and, and learning and, you know, going with it. Yep. Yeah, totally. So there you go. Hopefully that was enjoyable and helped you guys. The last thing we're going to finish off here with is uh, what we are riding. So mine hasn't really changed since the last time. I'm still riding that Uno Dash. Uh, just wrote it down probably a, a pretty pretty a trail that was a little undergunned for the other day. Um, that's going to be on Nate's YouTube channel, his Follow Camp Friday. Hopefully it looks epic. I won't say the trail's name, but I will tell you it is a local infamous trail. Could we, can you call it that? Infamous. I think so. Yeah, one time I said something was infamous in a YouTube video, and like several people like ripped me for saying, like, you meant to say famous, not infamous. And then I got really confused on like the definition of each word. Yeah, I think this trail. People is like infamous, to tell yeah. you you're wrong on YouTube. Sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. True that 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 is true. Uh, so uh, yeah, Uno Dash, um, which I've ridden with Nate a couple times now, and then my uh, Salsa Cutthroat. Nate actually, this this is what this is how like I immediately knew I liked Nate. He he showed up here on Friday to film a YouTube video with us, just in the studio here, and then I was like, yeah, so tomorrow we're just going to go do this gravel ride, and everyone's riding drop bars, but I'm riding my quasi-gravel bike, rigid mountain bike, and, uh, you know, it's it's going to be 20 or so miles. I, you know, poorly mapped it out. Uh, we don't really have any gravel bike for you. You didn't bring one, I found out, but, like, we have this Yeti ARC hardtail. Do you want to just ride that? And he's just like, yeah. And I was like, oh. Totally thought he was going to be like, oh, no, no, I'll just go ride, you know. And he's just, yeah. And we had a great time. Did we have a great time? We did have a great time. Yeah. And, yeah, it's getting more evidence that just show up and go ride your bike and have fun with whatever you have, and it'll yep. actually be a really rad experience. I had never ridden an arc, and that thing is sick, and I was a little yeah. scared at times. But then yeah. I'd look around me, and there were people on gravel bikes, so I knew things yeah. would be okay. Yeah, one of our <laughs> Jeff's, main- like, inside <laughs> of me with flat bars on his gravel bike and, like, <laughs> three, three turns, and I, I figured it was going to be all right. So uh, yeah, that was a good time. One of our super uh, good. main mechanics here, uh, Keith, he, he's riding an open wide and he had I think 42 C just like full blown slick tires on it. And he's just like right there and everyone's yeah. like, how in the hell? So he's nuts. Yeah. He's like super good. And yeah, uh, that dude impresses the hell out of me riding a bike with slick tires and drop bars. Yeah. So yeah. Im- super impressive. Jared, you ride anything different since last episode? Uh, yeah. Rode my Yeti SB150 with you guys oh, yeah. the other day on that same infamous trail, mm-hmm. which is a blast, which we won't mention, which we will mention, but you will see, yeah, but it was so fun. Wait for the YouTube That's, video. Yeah. I love riding that bike on that trail. I mean, I don't know. They're in Rocky peak. They're probably the two favorite spots on that bike. Yep. But yeah, riding that a couple of ergon goodies on there and you know, it's nice. Sweet. Yep. It love that pretty. bike. Did you just put that, uh, oil slick, absolute black chain ring on there? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really good on there. With the oil slick, like, you know, clamps on the grips. 
Yeah. I think oh yeah, because you got the Ergon. Which which Ergons? Yeah. The GD one. Yeah. GD ones. Mm-hmm. I like the GE ones. Those are good too. Yeah. Yeah. Nate's got the oil slick GFR ones. Ooh. Oil slick, so hot. Right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super matchy. Oil slick, totally. So yeah. Hot. Totally. Yeah. Purple uh, Anno strikes back. Totally. However many years later. Yeah. Purple Anno. Kind of dig it. it. Is sick. I love the yeah, purple Anno. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. legit. No, I agree. Eggplants are purple. <laughs> Eggplants are purple. Eggplants are purple. Um, Nate, all of your bikes immediately, Sam. All my bikes. I have all the. All the <laughs> what have you been riding recently like uh, in the last couple of weeks? So I typically I've been riding my 150. These guys are laughing about eggplant jokes over here. <laughs> yeah, everyone's cracking up about the eggplant jokes. I, I, Yeti I, SB150. Yeah, for people been, who are not like hardcore Yeti, yeah, not sorry, like sorry, they don't have all the names memorized. Yeti, who I ride for, and sorry Yeti, but yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my Yeti SB150, um, usually I throw that thing in the van when I'm traveling and uh, there is a current trend right now to go under bike and ride little teeny bikes everywhere, but I'm always traveling and like trying to chase like someone like Elliot Jackson down some sketchy trail. So like I typically overbike a bit. So yeah, I, I definitely like people always ask me like, which bike should I, which bike are you riding right now? And like what I'm riding isn't necessarily what I would optimize for, for a certain trail. It's just kind of more like what I have with me when I'm traveling. So that's kind of a no brainer to throw the 150 in there so I can ride anything from bike park to, you know, like today we like, you know, did like a XC like uphill sprint yeah. situation and that thing pills just great. And like, it's yeah. Fun with the, the Zeb on there. It like actually, handles business and almost feels like a, a, you know, a boxer in a way. And, uh, yeah, like obviously like the contact points like saddle and grips, uh, are dialed and like keeps me from blowing up hands and dying. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, my go-to rig when I just show up and, uh, in any place kind of in the world and can ride that thing at a high level and chase around people that are definitely trying to kill me. Yep. So, I love it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, where, that's where I'm at. Solid, solid, solid in, input right there. Yeah, and I and I do have a gravel bike, and I ride that at, at home. Um, I ride my dirt jumper quite a bit um, lately. Kind of when I'm not traveling and riding mountain bikes, I'm trying to ride some gravel on sketchy trails and trying to hit some dirt jumps and whatever. So, yeah, I do a bit of everything. Yeah, nice, cool. Yeah, we actually so we filmed a video in the studio here with Nate where we ask him a lot more sort of bike tech related questions. Um, I believe that video will be coming out after the podcast. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? I think it is. I think it is. Uh, but check out that video because we go into more, you know, more detail with Nate around suspension setup, Zeb versus Lyric, uh, some cool stuff like that. And hopefully that video turns out well because we, we went in there with the intention to like interview Nate and like, oh, you know, ask a, a super knowledgeable, talented mountain biker a lot of good questions and get good feedback. And then Nate and I uh, ended up probably drinking a little too much tequila and eating peppers simultaneously on an empty stomach. Yeah, that might have gone in the non-informational direction <laughs> at the end. <laughs> so, but it could be diminishing returns, but you should watch it anyway and see, yeah, see what yeah, you think. There will be some good bike knowledge. Um, there will be some innuendos. There will be probably... Uh, there's a guest uh, star oh, in, there's in the video, too. Oh, there's a guest star. That's a true. A beautiful yeah. guest star. I won't say her name. Yeah. Right. But... Yeah. Yeah. Tune in for that. that. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Now I can't even think. Sorry, I'm uh, sorry. I broke your train there. You, you broke my train. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that about wraps it up. I uh, I want to give out a, a massive thank you to Ergon for for sending Nate out here. It's been incredible to meet the dude, ride with the guy, film some content with him, 
and uh, go check out their GFR1 grips because uh, they want you to know about them. New grips from Ergon, amazing. And I also would like to thank DJ Pineapple, who's sitting over here running the, uh, I don't know what, what the heck that thing is. It's like a, it looks like a soundboard. Board. It's a, a soundboard. I think that's what they um, call it. Yeah, so DJ Pineapple's name is Scott Jackson. And uh, last time in, you know, in the podcast, I, uh, I, I called him, I was a little tipsy, and I said Scott Jackson. And apparently, like, four of his friends emailed him, like, oh, dude, you, you know, Jeff botched your name, you know? Uh, so, anyways, I just, wanted, I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, for any of you guys that watch our YouTube channel, you know, typically all the all the dudes here that edit the videos uh, just rip every every mistake I make in terms of pronunciation or, or inaccuracy, and, and I get made fun of a lot. Um, and I'm okay with that, but they, they haven't been able to figure out how to do that yet with the podcast, so I can botch someone's name or pronunciation and... and uh, pronunciation and you as know. long as you're drinking tequila yeah. that's your excuse you can't yeah, I mean, exactly yeah no one can call you pronunciation yeah. yeah pronunciation not not an overuse of tequila just i'm an yeah. adult i'm over 21 years old i'm legally allowed to have a sip of tequila here and there before i uh film videos or podcasts um you know right uh, over one twenty one, debatably. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I'm just that's a joke. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, I I think that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you've been listening this long, I genuinely want to thank you. And if I ever see you, tell me that you made it to the very end of a podcast and you heard this, and and I'll give you a, a serious hug. Um, well, maybe not right now because of COVID, but like it's air a, hug, it's an air hug. I'll give you an air hug. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe 2022, 2023, I'll give you a hug. You uh, should give like a code word. Code word. The code What's word. What's a code word? Redeem you know, it for the hug. Mid, the code word. Mid to the end. What's is the word? Ent. And ent is the, is the, the trees that are alive in Lord of the Rings. I'm, I'm currently drinking out of an ent goblet. You've probably seen it in a YouTube video or two. <laughs> Um, super sophisticated and goblet and as the guys who say like pinkies out yeah it's like it's it's the the trees that are like no one has any respect for the forest anymore my business is with isengard tonight you know things like that's accurate uh dj pineapple uh put in (laughs) put in some sound effects of what ents say in lord of the rings preferably from the two towers because that's where they make sort of the biggest thing when they take down Solomon's Tower. Anyways, uh, thank you guys. (laughs) Good talk, good story. Thank you guys all for tuning in and listening. Uh, We love you. Signing off. Thank you. Thanks. I wish my voice was as manly as yours, Jared. Cheers. Cheers.